Before we begin today's episode, we wanted to give a shout out to our current patrons over at Patreon. Yeah, thank you guys for sponsoring the show and uh, making this what it is. We got Lauren L, Aperba, Eric Sari, Andy Herbrand, Paul Campaneshi, Hanson Screen Printing, Rock the Green, and Zach Duran. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sari. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin. History, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Hey, welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the Dairy State. We, of course, are your hosts as always, Eric. And I'm Russ. And uh, today we are talking about one of the only houses in the tourist town of Lake Geneva that you can tour uh, uh, and and uh, it's actually on the shoreline. It is, right? yeah. You can't really go into those homes. I mean, yeah. they're pretty highly guarded. Unless, yeah, unless they were like for sale. I know, like the Wrigley Mansion for a while went up for sale, and I think you might have even had to like provide bank account information. I think so to, like, to even go in, in there. there. Um, but yeah, so this is right on on uh, the the shore there of Lake Geneva, um, and one of the only ones that you can actually take a tour of. Uh, this one is called Black Point Estate and Gardens, uh, and. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. It's a pretty cool house. It is a really cool house. Uh, and, and for those of you who have uh, uh, had the chance to be uh, downtown Lake Geneva and kind of witness some of those homes and take uh, uh, a drive down some of those uh, windy paths, those homes are massive. Oh, huge. Huge estates. Just, so. and just, you're going to find out some pretty interesting stuff coming up here. So. Yeah. So uh, we also have great Wisconsin music today from Wristwatch. And uh, uh, another beer review, of course, and another edition of How Many Locos You At. Um, hey, and if you haven't already, uh, be sure to rate and review and, and uh, yeah. uh, like us on, on all the different platforms that you uh, have uh, to listen to podcasts and things like that. Uh, the, the more that uh, we have on those for uh, rates, reviews and likes and stuff, better for the algorithm. It'll just put us out there a little more. Uh, and and uh, hey. Tell a friend. Word of mouth, absolutely amazing. I know we we press that and hammer that every mm-hmm. single episode, but uh, it definitely rings true always, and we always just want more. So, hey, if you're enjoying the show and you uh, want to sponsor us and really support us, uh, you can also check out the the Patreon. Um, it best 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 sort of uh, way to explain it is uh, you will absolutely help. You know, it, I mean, in a very direct fashion. Uh, support you know financially this show uh, we do have a lot of server costs to keep things kind of rolling and get everything out there uh, and then we have a lot of uh, um, overhead cost with the materials that we use uh, whether that be beer or microphones and, and recording space Buying the and, music from yeah, each of these bands exactly the music itself so uh, uh, please check that out wisconsindrunkenhistory.com uh, you can also find uh, links to our T Public, where you can buy oh, yeah. different items with our logo uh, on them. So uh, we really, really appreciate all of you who have done uh, amazing things uh, throughout the last almost two years that we've been doing this thing. Uh, I feel really, you know, really proud 
you know, and, uh, and, and all of you should feel really, really, uh, uh helpful and supportive, uh, in what you've done. So we are building something cool here. Uh, let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, Black Point Estate and Gardens, uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Russ, what do we got here? Yeah. So we've covered uh, a few things now regarding Lake Geneva and how it has become the Illinois Brothers summer destination. Why? We may never know. We've discussed this many times. I, I don't I don't get it 100%, but obviously people love it. So yeah, they go there every year. They do. So the homes on the lake are worth millions a square foot on the lake are worth millions a square foot on the lake currently is somewhere in the neighborhood of 2k that's per square foot so roughly per acre is 87 million dollars just for your reference wow on the lake that's just for the land 87 million dollars of shoreline property yeah if you've got shoreline property yeah 87 millions of just jesus it's per square foot in lake geneva it's insane that is to buy a square foot which is 12 inches by 12 inches is two thousand dollars of land so pretty insane and uh, most of these like homes are large and you can't get in them like we said before there's like cameras like high fences there's no way to access these homes yeah you can't get in them you can you can't visit any of these homes not that i know of anyways most of them are all shut down unless you know somebody but yeah unless you know somebody which i'm gonna be honest i I don't don't. (laughs) so (laughs) and you you can obviously go uh walk the trail and see them from a distance or go on boats to view them however like i said there's no way you can get in there right However, one such property currently being ran by the Wisconsin Historical Society can be viewed and toured, which is what we are discussing today. We are talking about the Black Point Estate and Gardens. The reason I have a fascination with this property is its linkage to one of my favorite beverages, beer. Beer? Yeah. Never had it. So, being one of the oldest mansions that still exist on Lake Geneva, built in 1888 by Conrad Seep, born in 1825, a German immigrant from Hessen, Germany, who migrated to the United States at 25 and started making beer in Chicago in 1854 at the age of 29 after buying a small brewery from Matthias Best, who you may recognize. Uh, Milwaukee's Best, right? There you go, Milwaukee's Best, Paps. Yeah. Paps also bought from him. So did, I think, Valentine Blatz bought some property from him as well. God. Best was a massive. He they're all, they're all, yeah, they're all linked. His brewery was one of the only few that actually survived the massive Chicago fire, the, the legendary Chicago fire, right. which it was a huge way to gain, gain enormous wealth. When all the com- competition is gone through something devastating happens, what are you, how are you going to drown out your sorrows? You're going to get beer, right? I mean, well, horrible things are happening. You're probably exactly. going to drown it out with some brewskis. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, Obviously, well, it's still available, you know. Exactly. The, the, and by the 1870s, he became the dominant player in the Chicagoland area, as well as making his way to one of the top brewers of all time, producing roughly 250,000 barrels a year at, pack, at peak capacity. Which is so much. That's a lot of beer. He was a pioneer on many of his new techniques starting to come out, including refrigeration, distribution, including home delivery service of beer, which is awesome. Yeah, because before that, I mean, you'd seen ice uh, being delivered milk. to people's homes, milks, mm-hmm. milk being delivered to homes, and, and uh, hey, why not beer? Yeah, beer? yeah, and being an avid marketer of product, he would pass away in 1892, years after the construction of the home we're going to discuss today, and his family continued to run the brewery, which had merged with other companies, becoming the Consolidated Brewing and Malt Company. And due to the grain and coal shortage of World War One, and of course Prohibition, we can't skip that one. Right. Like many of the other companies, they decided to make soda as well as distributing some things called near, near beer. It was also rumored that he, the beer was still being made, and he may or may not have been distributing the Torrio Capone crime organization. So we, there's some rumor that it was. We don't know for sure. Right. The company would run up until 1933 when it was shut down. The building was torn down to make room for a hospital. But today, though, the brand has been re- resurrected in the Chicagoland area with the Conrad Seep Brewing Company, 
which I am always a fan of fridge bricks, even the Illinois varieties. I don't know about you. I drink whatever beer. I mean, I'm not. I'm really not yeah, going to be exactly. I'm not. I'm not really picky, to be honest yeah, with you. Beer is pretty good. So enough about the backstory of the con of Conrad Seep. In true Illinois fashion, this home was merely a summer getaway for his family. The house being known as the Black Point Estate, Conrad and Catherine Seep Summer House, and the Die Lorelei, located on the south shore of the lake. The mansion began construction in 1887 at $20,000, 13-bedroom, Queen Anne Victorian design home, referred, which they referred to as a cottage. As It kind of was a cottage to them, right? Because it's their escape, even though it's a mansion, right? It's I mean, not it's a cottage. it's massive, dude. And $20,000, I'm going to be honest, is a lot of money back then. It's oh, ungodly uh, Unthinkable It's ungodly. I mean, a person's making a dollar a day, yeah. if that. So just think, that's, that's a long time to get that kind of money. Oh, yeah. And in the beginning, the bath, the house only consisted of one bathroom. And you can imagine the kind of hell of sharing that. 13 bedrooms with all those people and the entire family, one bathroom. Woof. If everybody's really there at that time, I mean, that's one bathroom, news. that's bad. Yeah. And eventually closets were made into makeshift bathrooms, but not originally. In total with parlors and living room space, the house had 20 rooms and was in the Seep family for about 120 years. The home was 620 feet of valuable Geneva Lake shoreline, worth ungodly amounts of money today, and five yeah. acres on top of that. So they own the shoreline and five acres. The home also featured a four-story crow's nest observation tower where the lake could be viewed from. The house was originally designed by Adolf Kudel, a prominent architect who practiced in the Chicagoland area and is also another German immigrant. Today, the... After the last family members, Bill and Jane Peterson, who you may recognize, who also contribute to PBS Wisconsin, yep. and wanting the property be preserved, donated the property to the state of Wisconsin in 2005. Some of the rich folks on the lake were not happy with the decision as they thought the building was going to be decrepit, reducing the property values in the area. As this never happened, as it was well maintained by the historical society since 2013, they have since repainted it to its original color, rebuilt the observation deck, and added a staircase from the lake. Which actually is a hundred stairs. It's yeah, a long I was ways. just gonna say it's too, a long ways to get up there. That's I would one thing I remember that, about the tours. I would imagine that uh, you know back then, the staircases. You know, if they were still the originals, they, they would probably yeah. all be in pretty oh. rough shape. Oh yeah. In 1994, it was added to the National Register of Historic Places, and it can be to tour tour today. And roughly about 10,000 guests visit visit this yearly. It, and it features, of course, the home filled with the Victorian furniture and, of course, sprawling gardens. And the best way to actually go see this is through the Lake Geneva Cruise Lines right. and purchase tickets to go and view this home. And it's, you know, it's, it's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. It's, it's a bit, rough it, cost. It's a that's, bit pricey. That's rough. But it's, it's a rough hit. It's about $45 per adult. Which is rough for for, for, for somebody who makes an average wage. It's For yeah. anybody who, who's just, and the tour's not long, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, to be, to be fully honest, uh, if you're not into architecture, uh, I, I don't know that you're really going to get a lot gonna out get a of lot. it. No. If you don't love homes and, and uh, furniture gardens styles and, and gardens and things yeah. like that, you're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah, the boat tour is pretty cool. The, but overall, boat tour is awesome. The boat tour is really mm. cool. So all in all, it's about 3.5-hour tour with the boat ride. And uh, you have to go up 100 stairs, like I said before. So uh, before you do that, make sure to chomp down on some Wheaties or a steak beforehand. Just to you're going to want to carb load. Yeah, you're going to carb load before you want to go up those bad boys. <laughs> but no, it's fettuccine Alfredo. It's a really neat place. I had the, I, you know, it's a once in a lifetime thing. I probably won't go back because of the cost, right? I don't make a lot of money. I mean, I, I'm an engineer and you don't make a lot of money being an engineer, to be honest. It's average wage. So, yeah. you know, for me, it's pretty expensive. It's a pretty expensive venture for me. But, you know, I did get to go on it once, and I do highly recommend it to our listeners. So at least check out. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, right? Yeah. 
But like I said, I think you're going to get something out of it if if you have any interest in, well, number one, like Geneva area. Uh, if you have any interest in uh, different furniture styles or home styles, uh, you know, really old architecture, things like that, you'll probably get something really decent out of it. The three and a half hours, like I said, um, that includes the, the boat side of things too as, as well, right? Yeah. So, like I said, check it out. It's definitely, um, it's fun if nothing else. Uh, but if you if you don't have forty five dollars to just spend, you know, uh, frivolously, you know, then yeah, it's. I'm, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you're you not bring missing a, a ton. You bring you bring a family, so if you can, you're looking at like two hundred dollar venture. Yeah, you know, and, and easily. Um, Lake Geneva is not a cheap town to begin no, with, so you're not going to find not. a decent meal for you know cheap you're not going to find a decent place to stay very cheap so uh the whole the whole thing in general is going to be expensive yeah you know but, but like i said if we do have any uh, rich listeners out there who do live on uh, lake geneva and are going to let me uh, tour their place i would love to check it yeah, out because we would that's love like to do the a show. only home we would love tour. to do a show from uh even the wrigley mansion geneva, would be you know, cool like yeah. the wrigley mansion that'd be awesome but yeah, so that's going to conclude the main segment. I hope you guys found it fascinating, and I hope you guys get a chance at some point in your life to visit the Black Point Estate and Gardens in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. All right. Now on to our music segment. Uh, like we said uh, towards the top of the show, uh, we are featuring music from Wristwatch. Um, this band, uh, I mean, hey, they're they're made up of members of different groups One of my favorites, time. The Hussy, yeah. Bobby Hussy from The Hussy. I reached, so, I reached out to him a, a while back, and he finally got back to me and gave me some really cool music. Yeah, uh, this was one we picked out. A wristwatch, mm-hmm. um, screwed is the name of the song. Yeah, it's really cool. It has like um kind of alternative, um little little punk rock fusion, like an electro punk. Uh, yeah, almost like the faint electro punk in there with like like the fuzzy guitars and stuff. It's just yeah. a really cool song. Almost like a, the electronic drums too, kind of. Yeah, it's really cool. Know, almost like uh eight oh eight kind of you know drum machine yeah, kind yeah. of feel. Really cool stuff, uh, and and again, um, you know this is this is definitely uh, uh, it, it follows more of what we normally have been playing uh, with that kind of feel. Uh, but what's nice is that we haven't really featured something, um, I think, in this same direction. Yeah, yeah. Down kind of that electro punk kind of feel. Yeah, I think so, this is something new, kind of they introduced to you guys. But and and both you and I were. Uh, when we listened to this, when uh, when Bobby had originally sent it to us, we were both like, "Damn, dude, that's good." This song. is pretty damn oh, good, yeah. man. Yeah, like it kind of reminded me initially of the Faint, yeah, like the band. It was like initially my thoughts, like, "Oh, this is pretty awesome." And, and I almost got like an eight bit feel. Like, like I know that it's not eight bit, but it, yeah, it, for but sure, eight bit is like, you know, the old video game kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. So hey, without uh, without any more uh, putzing around here, we'll get you uh, wristwatch. And the the song is screwed.
All right. I love the abrupt ending on these. Uh, uh, but uh, again, you gotta come in quick, man. That was so amazing, though. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it was great. I, um, you know, I, I'm 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 sitting here rocking out as we're listening to these damn things, and uh, sometimes I forget. Hey, that's gonna be the end. And if I don't get a slow roll out, it's kind of tough. But uh, that one was uh, wristwatch screwed. Uh, again, this comes from uh, uh, you know definitely uh, a man who's no you know no uh, um, stranger to you know great music. Oh so, yeah, he's been in the music um, scene for a while. At least I've I've known the Hussy for a long time. Well, yeah, and then so now wristwatch and, and yeah yeah. There's just so much great stuff out there. Go and check them out. Uh, I'm not sure if he's really doing anything necessarily live right now or anything, but uh, uh, definitely worth checking out the catalog of, of the couple bands that he's been into. So um, let's move into our beer review. Yeah. So um, uh, we got a we got a pretty cool one today, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah Stopped we, in the old LG, which is not one of my favorite things to do. No. Um, but, you know, with uh, with, you know, the, the holidays and stuff, you know, we, we've both been kind of in that area a little bit more recently. Yeah. And and. Um, with the episode being about a Lake Geneva staple estate, uh, we thought, why not check out uh, Lake Geneva Brewery? Uh, and uh, we, we chose Topsy Turvy. Um, absolutely cool place. If you haven't been there, check it out. Yeah, it's um, really good. The, the one beer that we that we both kind of were like, well, we might as well we try got, it. We got to do it. It was the Rough Bastard. Uh, it's the toughest one, but actually the name is why we got it. Yeah, so this is a, a Shade Tree Imperial Stout. Shade Tree is, uh, uh, back a couple episodes ago, we did a, a, about the Lake Geneva Recording 70, Studio. Episode 70, we did the yeah. Playboy Club Recording Studio. So the, the Playboy Club Recording Studio, like Russ said, in Lake Geneva. Um, I think one of its last iterations, or one of its middle iterations, uh, it went by Shade Tree uh, Recording Studio, and uh, I'm, I love that the... the the people at Topsy Turvy kind of paid homage to oh, that yeah, and, awesome. and gave it a name like this, but this is a rough bastard beer right here. Oof. Eleven point eight percent ABV. So this one like yeah. is gonna wreck me. To this be is definitely on the on the high. I'm hanging out in the studio on the dehydrating side instead of. I'm just hanging out in the studio tonight for a while till I come yeah. down off this one. Um, but again, yeah, Topsy Turvy Lake Geneva. If you get a chance, we don't have a can obviously for this. We had to get a growler for yeah. this one. I think it's just only on tap, and um. Yeah, but it does have the logo, which is pretty cool. It's like a colorful hop, like a rainbow colored hop with like I love greens, the blues, logo, yeah. red, yellows, orange. And it's just a really cool kind of fun logo. And it's actually in an old church. I always wonder what was in that building, but now there's actually a brewery in there. Yep. It was like a restaurant or something at one point. Beers. Was it, not? it was, yeah. It was like a restaurant of some sort. Was, but, but yeah, what a cool use of a cool old church like that. Yeah. I mean, just have a brewery in there. I like I like repurposing things, you know, because the, the, the building is already there. The history is already there. Repurpose it. You know, the, the individuals who did the, the same thing in like Baraboo, um, East Troy did one, you know, where yeah, it's the just banks, repurposing the yeah, damn building. Sure. And yeah, the um, cool thing is that, you know, being in a church, if, uh, if you are a believer in the old... Uh, Jesus, the old JC, you know, you uh, you might get some blessed brewskis. Out. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like uh, you know you could uh, have a beer and then also be forgiven for whatever you're about to do. Yeah, I probably need to go in there and drink some brews. Yeah, let's do it. And this one again, <laughs> it's it it's a great beer. I we're not no, saying it it's a really rough good. bastard in terms of it's, like don't drink so it. So this one, it's just you're gonna have one of them and then don't try to attempt. So a we second. didn't really get to dig into the beer a little bit, but it's actually a pretty dark pour. Um, you're yeah. getting that Chinook hop flavor that kind of your standard imperial stout flavor it's really strong you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you're getting a lot of boozy up front you're getting a little bit of the 
the stout flavor, kind of that higher octane viscosity. It's cold right now, so we're you know it's not a bad beer to have right now. It's no, gonna, it's going to warm you right up. You could you could honestly bring a big a big one of these out to the lake with you uh, and do ice fishing, uh, but only have one beer throughout the whole time. You're just going to take little sips of this bastard. Yeah, and you know the, we've been buying a lot of these crazy beers, so I think our Patreon money's zero right now. To be honest, yeah, we're. I mean, we are with the music. I think we're and with bigger. all the money that we've that we <laughs> owe. Negative. To, I mean, jeez, we're negative something. But really you know what? Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to support these guys because it's a really good beer. Um, and Topsy Turvy's a really cool brewery. And uh, if you get a chance and you're in the Lake Geneva area, go and check that one out. Go to Black Point. Go to Topsy Turvy. Make it a day, a little bit of an expensive day, but it's a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. opportunity. So you got to do it. Yeah, it's not something you do every day. Grab a seat, gather around, join us for a chat. How many logos you add? All right, folks, do we got a doozy for you today? Yeah, a DUI doozy. Yeah, Lake Geneva, man, this time. <laughs> on, uh, I'm going to be uh, up front right away. There's no kid hurting this, even though there's a kid involved. Yeah, so uh, you know, obviously, we 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 try to avoid any of those ones where there's uh, uh, any any sort of uh, really uh, messed up fatality. Yeah, exactly. Anything like that. that. You know, we don't want to give any more uh, you know FaceTime to any of these oh, people right. that that don't you know. But uh, this one is a late Geneva man. Uh, he was released on a one thousand dollars signature bond after allegedly driving drunk with a child in the car uh, within the Mount Olympus Resort uh, campground. Uh, and he ended up striking a building. Oof. So uh, this individual, who's 32 years old, faces uh, a maximum prison sentence of four years and fines up to $8,000, as well as a revoked license for a maximum Whoa. of 12 years. Good luck to work, bud. Yeah. Yeah, well, and also I think there's a felony along with that. I don't Oof. think it's going to be. With a kid in the car. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think it's automatically a felony as soon as there's a minor involved. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, 12 years revoked. Uh, after being charged with a third offense, uh, drunk driving okay. with a minor in the vehicle, and a third offense driving with a prohibited alcohol concentration while children were in the car. Oh, wow. This guy's... He had, He's a real loser. Um, <laughs> so according to the criminal complaint, callers uh, reported that this individual... Um, or called in reporting this individual after he was driving a silver 2016 Chevrolet quickly within a campground... Um, which obviously, if you're in a campground, shit, you can't be going that fast anyway. Right, right. I mean, you got people all over that place. Um, he actually then struck a cabin at around Jeez. midnight. Uh, so witnesses said uh, he kept driving and parked in the driveway of a cabin, roughly five doors down, getting out of the car with children. Uh, the Wisconsin Dells police, um, uh, the officer Micah Dunce, uh met with uh, um, the individual outside uh, and. After talking to security workers who also said they saw this guy with children. Um, so, I mean, he's really piecing this thing together oh, yeah, yeah. at this point outside this cabin. And uh, the officer walked up to the cabin. Uh, there were two children on the front porch or patio, rather. Uh, and uh, he found the individual behind the cabin. Oh, OK. So the kids, are on the, kids are on the front porch. Uh, children are uh, he's behind it. Uh, I guess the individual allegedly denied having children in the vehicle um, or having driven uh, the vehicle at all. Wow. Mm, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's probably camera footage. But You, you hit a cabin, bro. You hit you Also, you hit a cabin. cabin. There's I mean, no getting away from that. So he had an empty bottle of Jose Cuervo uh, sitting on a nearby table in the cabin. So the keys is. Exactly. <laughs> <holy smokes. laughs> 
He noted in the complaint that the individual had bloodshot and glassy eyes and uh, that he had admitted to drinking. Ooh. Oh, my God. You said okay, you didn't well, drive the yeah, car, but you're going to be like, I'm drinking. I did drink, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the individual agreed to a field sobriety test, provided a preliminary alcohol breath test, uh, and that was uh, a point one six four. So double over double. You definitely were drinking. He's, we know that. Up. Glad you admitted to that. Uh, an eight year old then told the officer that they had just been in the car oh, and that that uh, person had actually just been. Driving. That was a slam dunk. That was an MJ moment. Michael Jordan, Kobe. Yeah, with the assist. Eight-year-old <laughs> yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to court records, this individual was convicted of driving while intoxicated uh, in both uh, 2013 and 2015. So this is his third. Yeah. So we do know that. We have his age. We have we actually have the the blood alcohol draw, too. Yeah. And we know it was a whole bottle of tequila. Tequila. Yeah, he had tequila. an empty bottle of tequila. Jose Cuerzo. Cuerzo. Very, very what sketchy. What, what do we got here? I mean, 32-year-old man. 3D UIs. So he has some experience. Full bottle of Jose Cuervo. Somehow gone. In yeah. a gullet. Oh, yeah. Dropped down the slide at Mount Olympus. Uh, Whatever. Tried to drive through the side of a cabin at Mount Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got I'm, here? Yeah, I, I I feel comfortable in thinking. You, you got one? Oh, yeah. I think so. You think this thing's uh, Poseidon worthy? I think Mount that there's, there's definitely going to be uh, a Dell-style uh, number here. I think, you know, this is not going to be, let's just say that this number isn't family friendly. This is Hercules. Oh, yeah, Hercules. <laughs> All right. So oh, my God. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. But what do you, <laughs> 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 on three, two, one, let's go with our numbers. All right. Three, two, one, 18. 21. 18. Okay. Thinking, yeah, we're in the neighborhood this yeah. time. So Wow, we actually somehow got this in is the a, right. This is, we might have to go half on this. 19 and a half loco. Yeah. Is that what we're thinking? This guy, 19.5 loco. Yeah. I mean, this guy's just a fucking idiot. Like, I'm glad his kid wasn't hurt, honestly. Like, we wouldn't have read it otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, that's just something that I do. Kids getting hurt. Kind of one of those things I'm I don't not, like to hear. Yeah. I'm not okay with. with Dumbass guy getting hurt. Not so bad. Yeah. You I know? mean, and, and so, you know, the, the fact is, uh, really bad choices here. And, uh, you know, everything's multiplied as soon as you t- start involving uh, any sort of minor in the vehicle. Cuervo um, and kids is like the mix that should never happen. Right? That's like, definitely true. Yeah, Boo- booze and kids uh, don't don't even involve the two. Uh, really, really dumb uh, decision on this guy's part. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, could have been a fun weekend. Now smashed he's almost dumb. a brand new car into the side of a cabin. Right. Um, you know, all just to have I don't know a weekend away with uh, you know I'm assuming maybe his kids, but. Just really a dumb decision. Um, keep keep those those two things completely separate. Uh, if you if you have your kids, uh, uh, you know, or, or uh, you know, whatever. If you have kids, you know, try not to drink in front of them. Try not to be you know that yeah, kind yeah. of. And then also, you, you know, if it's if it's your weekend to have the kids, make it just a clean event, man. Like you can't just sober up for one weekend. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, ridiculous. So, so Eric's on the gavel, nineteen point five loco. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com 
or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening, and remember as always, watch out for deer on your way home. home.